Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, morning everyone. Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name. The name above all names, the name before all names. Let that name always remain on our lips, our faith and our trust, our hope placed in you. In all our love invested in our relationship with you, Father. That you come first. And we thank you that we come first. Whenever it concerns you and anything that you need to do for us. You are ever willing to sacrifice anything and everything. You bankrupted heaven for our sake that this, your creation from dust might not be wiped away, might not be given to reproach, might not be given to suffer in the outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing, grinding of teeth, but might have that opportunity to gain your eternal life, life in your kingdom, the life of abundance, the life of dominion. You sent your son to show us what that life could look like and how we could achieve it. You gave us your spirit. You gave us your word. The word that can become flesh and dwell amongst us. And that same word who through revelation becomes part of us, part of our own flesh. We are able to speak it. We are able to command situations. We are able to reach that point of going and shaping into the likeness and image of yourself. The template that you gave us, Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have called us here this morning to be with you. To talk to you to tell you all our cares, our concerns, our worries, our successes, our failures. Father, for all the times that we have failed you, for all the times we have fallen short of your expectation, of your will, your word that you teach us, for all the times we have hurt you and hurt others, we ask for forgiveness. We ask for mercy. We surrender ourselves, our body, our soul and spirit to you. We ask you to take over. So that when you take over, Father, it is your revelation. When we surrender it to you, it is you who then fight that battle for us. And we become the reporter of that battle. And the peace and the joy that you now give us, Father, when we are with you in your presence, surrendered to you. That peace and that joy which only you can give. And what you give, no one can take away. That peace and that joy we want to share with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, part of this praying family, all those that will pray with the recording. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this prayer group. 
with all those who do not know you but are yet called by your name as Christians and all those that do not want to know you. That continue to live in the ignorance and false knowledge that has been fed into them. Let their eyes be opened that every veil that keeps their view blocked. Let every such veil be torn apart. Let the truth of your presence be revealed. Let they be set free from every bondage of ignorance that has kept them in darkness. That they might see the light. And as we pray this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of our God, our creator, our maker who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. We pray in the name of the God of overflow, the God of miracles, the God of faith, who always honors faith, the God who is our fortress, our strong tower, the ancient of days, the rock of ages. We pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the lion of Judah, the lamb upon the throne, the one who is the lifter of men, who taught us to call God our father, the one who taught us faith, the author and finisher thereof. And it is through him that we were first made acquainted with the truth. It is believing in him that we are set free, that we are able to receive the free gift of salvation. It is through him that we are blessed with all authority. The authority that was given to him in heaven, on earth and under the earth. That same authority he gives to us today. That we are able to trample down on snakes and on scorpions. We are able to cast out demons and all kinds of wickedness. We are able to stand tall. He gave us his own spirit. We pray in the name of that spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the word, the spirit of truth, who guides us into all truth, who quickens us from our situation of being dead to one of being alive in the spirit, that we are able to walk under open heavens. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, the breath of the Father, We thank you, Father, for giving us this gift of life. For the gift of family, of friends, and everyone that you have planted in our lives, including our angels and our destiny helpers. To ensure our success, that our journey moves onwards and forwards towards abundance and never backwards. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and the gift of prayer that we are able to communicate with you at any time at will. And we connect with you in our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with all provision. With food on our table, with shelter over our head. And with your principles in your word. Whereby, if we apply them with understanding, we are able to walk and conform to the kind of life 
in your kingdom that you have set up for us. And you said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. These are thoughts of abundance. And not to put us in harm's way. To give us a hope. We thank you, Father, for that gift. We thank you for your plan for us. And as we pray this morning, we reflect on Jesus' words in Luke chapter 19, verses 41 to 44. And I'll quote these from the Amplified Version. As he approached Jerusalem, this is Jesus now, as he approached Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it. This is only one of two times that Jesus ever wept. The other one was when his friend Lazarus died. He saw the city and wept over it for the spiritual ignorance of its people, saying, if only you had known on this day of salvation, even you would have known the things which make for peace and on which peace depends. But now they have been hidden from your eyes. For a time of siege is coming when your enemies will put up a barricade with pointed stakes against you and surround you with armies and hem you in on every side. And they will level you to the ground, you, Jerusalem, and your children within you. They will not leave in you one stone on another. All because you did not come progressively to recognize from observation and personal experience the time of your visitation when God was gracious towards you and offered you salvation. The first thing here is he was approaching Jerusalem. In a paraphrasing, he is approaching his people coming with the gift of salvation which we see during this during the next verse as well as the last verse in the end are his people prepared to receive him even today there are not many that are open to receiving him and he wept over their spiritual ignorance he weeps even today at our ignorance too he says, if only my people knew. So knowledge is involved here. Knowledge of what? Knowledge of the things that are responsible for our peace. When will we have peace? When we know that our problem is solved. When we know the answers to our questions. And we then release our faith while claiming them as ours. Faith is laboring under that right knowledge so that we speak the right word that forms a key and opens the door that we want opened. The door to our destiny, to health, to safety, to well-being, etc. But right now, those keys are hidden from us because of our ignorance. And so we can't open that door and hence the situation that many of us are in, that are struggling this day. 
In Hosea 4 verse 6, he spells it out where he says, my people suffer for the lack of knowledge. This is what he is also referring to in 2 Timothy 3 verse 7, where he calls them ones who are ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. He goes on to say in verse 43 and 44 of this Luke chapter 19, the passage that we have read today, that there shall be times when we are surrounded with adverse conditions, pressed to the ground, limited and oppressed, times of difficulty and hardship that can even destroy existing structures in our life. Where he said, there will be no stone left on top of another leaving life in a disorderly form, robbed and depleted of pre-existing resources and of peace of mind. Why? Because we do not know the provision that was made for us and so couldn't tap into it to receive the way out of that problem, even as it approached us. We do not know the answer. This is happening in most lives today. People suffering from not knowing what the answer is or what the solution is. And the answer is that knowledge. The anointing is only half of that equation. The preacher can lay hands on you and you will fall down under the anointing. But nothing in your ground situation will change until that knowledge of which, which answers to it is received. The stripes and wounds of Jesus will heal only when we understand it's working and we then release our faith. And then as he says in Isaiah 58 verse 8, your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. When the word becomes flesh, and dwells within you. That's when. For that to happen, he says, in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you. Now, she's showing you, not telling you. He says, I will show you, I will demonstrate great and mighty things which you do not know. Things which are unsearchable. That I will show you. Such knowledge brings efficiency into the anointing, makes it effective, producing result, producing fruit. God has allotted a portion for you. It is available to each one, to all. But you can only tap into it with the required knowledge and understanding. And that's why reading the word Reading it every single day becomes important. The way to do it is to look for a scripture that talks about the circumstance that you are in. Take just one scripture, meditate on it till you are given understanding, till you are given a meaning to it, a message in it. And it becomes real to you. It is not just a line in that book, but it becomes real within your head, within your heart. That word becomes flesh and dwells as a truth within you. 
keep meditating on it, even if it means it goes on for days or weeks. And then when you have come to the fullness of that truth that is impressed within your heart, when you speak it, you now speak it with an understanding of Psalms 138 verse 2 that says his integrity backs his word. He has exalted his word above his name. And of Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that it will not return empty, but it will be fulfilled. When we reach that level of understanding of what that word is spoken and what it what was written is backed by his integrity and shall not return empty. If only we can recognize the Lord on the day of our salvation when he visited us, when he visited our brothers and our sisters, then we and our brothers and our sisters would be saved we would know the recipe for our peace and for kingdom life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we get this understanding of what you are trying to teach us today. To understand your recipes, your provisions, your solutions for different situations in our life as is mentioned in your word. The authority that you have given us, along with that word, to be able to speak it, to command with full understanding, not an empty command, verbally repeating what is written, but speaking it with understanding and therefore authority. That authority given to us by Jesus, speaking it in faith, with an expectation that every word that we have spoken must become flesh, must be manifest through the spirit and then in the physical. No matter how difficult it is for us to comprehend what that manifestation will look like. Though all the circumstances, the facts around us tell us that it is not possible. No matter the report on that circumstance, even what the doctors say, we hold on to that confession, to that word, believing in our heart and expecting that it will come to pass. For your ways are much higher above the ways of the earthly systems of the doctors and every other physical report that is produced and said about our circumstance. We believe in your ways, Father that it will come to pass in the way it is written, knowing that it is backed by your integrity. That written word was true yesterday, is true today, and will be true evermore. Cannot fail. That is our faith and our understanding. Father, we pray that we all get that faith. We pray for that edification in our spirit. We also pray for our physical needs, those of our families, and every request that is mentioned on our prayer group. For all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, the spirit of infirmity, 
those that are hospitalized these days, those that will undergo surgeries. We come against every such spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus and we cast them out of these lives. We forbid them to return to any of these anymore in the name of Jesus. Lord, we cover them by your precious blood, that the blood that has won all victories through which we have received healing. It is by your stripes and wounds every price has been paid. So the accuser can no longer accuse these in the court of law. But they have been redeemed and have been freed from the curse of the law. We declare that freedom from all sickness, from all disease, from all kinds of affliction that could keep them down. We thank you, Lord, by your stripes and your wounds. We are healed. We are freed. We pray also for all families, especially the ones undergoing all kinds of challenges. We cover them in your precious blood, Jesus. We invite you once again into these homes to take your place, the God of love. For what you have joined together, let no man and no spirit separate. Let every difference in opinion and thoughts be resolved. Let there be peace in these homes. We pray in a special way for every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group as well. That your precious blood that covers them becomes our barricade, our hedge of defense in the spirit. That every attack, seen or unseen, and every pestilence, sickness or disease, including COVID, including cancers, including all kinds of life-threatening diseases are kept outside this barricade in the name of Jesus. We speak a life of abundance, a life of favor, a life of your grace overflowing into each and every member of these families. For when you are our shepherd, we shall lack nothing. We release our faith, Lord, on this understanding that we can never lack anything. And blessed are all those who believed for there shall be a performance of that which is told to them by God. This is what your word in Luke one thirty seven says, Lord, we believe on it. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds over their lives including that of joblessness and poverty, including that of financial struggles that seek to keep your people busy, prayerless and powerless. In the name and the authority of Jesus, we, we declare every such chain broken, every chain of addiction, every chain of mental challenges, every chain of any kind of discrimination over their lives, broken right now in the name of Jesus. Every curse, every hex, every act of witchcraft spoken over their life, we break the power of those words right now by the precious blood of Jesus. We declare their effect null and void. 
we call down fire and judgment on every altar at which such such acts of witchcraft were made. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. We thank you, Father, for the peace that you pour into each of these families. That there is a rebuilding of faith, of hope, and of every good thing in their life. We now connect with you in our spirit, praying in the gift that you have given us, the ability to pray in the spirit, to pray in tongues, knowing that you, the father of miracles, prays with us. And when we release our faith, we thank you, Father, in our hearts that you have heard us, knowing that you always hear us. You are ever willing to pour out your grace when we approach your throne of mercy. And that prayer is an answered prayer. We make this our prayer of agreement with each other. I invite everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sanda Sarah, 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 Sarah,
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. words that were put on my heart this morning as we were praying. My Holy Spirit will come and renew the face of the earth. The scripture I've been given is Ephesians 2, 1 to 5. And you he made alive when you were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Among these, we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of the body and mind. And so we were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's a reflection that has been posted in the chat as well, which is a confirmation of what Shanine just spoke. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a heads up about this Friday's Bible study session that it would be held in St. Dipna's Church in Aspley on Robinson Road West. We shall post the address on the WhatsApp group for all those that are in Brisbane and would like to attend. Uh, the praise and worship session starts from 5.30 p.m. On, onwards. I'd invite everyone and, and all those that can make it to please come and join us during this uh, praise and worship and Bible study session in person at the church there. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory.
Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, everyone. God bless. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you.